So to start with, I would like to give a disclaimer that this topic has been discussed and in the context of the date 10th September 2021 and whatever has been discussed is till this date. So to start with, I would like to ask some questions and that is, who are the Taliban? Why were they created? And what exactly are they? Taliban is basically an uh, Islamist radical group, a uh, terrorist group. Uh, they are basically uh, the followers of an Islamic school of thought called Deoband. Deobandi is basically a school of thought, okay, as I said. And Deoband is a place in Uttar Pradesh, a few kilometers away from a place called Saharanpur. So that's about them. And uh, so what people don't understand here is that Taliban is not just a few group, like a uh, number of people, like X, Y, Z. Some people say there's 75,000 and all now. But it's a mindset. It's a thought. So you can't mm-hmm. destroy them completely. So that's what people don't understand. And regarding like, who's 75,000, they're majorly Pashtun. So uh-huh. yeah, that's about that. And uh, I think about the history, I think Kuldeep will answer that. So uh, let me uh, begin with uh, the Soviet invasion. Now, the main question is, why did Soviet Union even invade? So both the countries had a, a Soviet-Afghan friendship treaty in which uh, the two countries agreed to provide economic and uh, military support. So in 1978, uh, there was a Communist Party leader uh, who was extremely unpopular uh, with the Afghan people. right? And then following the next year in 1979, he was overthrown and killed by the members of Afghan Communist Party who were unhappy with him. That, that This happened in September. And in December, Russia entered, or the Soviet Union entered Afghanistan to re-establish the government uh, like before. But this ended up being a 10-year war. Uh, so to counter uh, the uh, the Soviet invasion, USA, mainly the CIA, uh, the United States Central Intelligence Agency decided to arm and finance the Afghan Mujahideen in Afghanistan from 1979 to 1989. Uh, they went on to provide them with all kinds of uh, guns and all that. They even built them uh, the Stinger anti-aircraft missile and uh, supplied them in a large number and this ended up being a big blow to the Soviets because each time their helicopters went it would just get shot down. So yeah, this continued for like 10 years and this very group ended up being Taliban. Okay, one more question to you guys like how exactly did the United States of America, the USA entered into Afghanistan. So in late 2001, the United States uh, was supported by its close allies and invaded Afghanistan to actually remove the Taliban government. So in Afghanistan, at that point, there was a fully functional Taliban government. The invasion's public aims were to dismantle Al-Qaeda, which had executed the 9-11 attacks a few weeks before. Yeah, that's why they invaded completely. Oh, wait, another thing is here. Another thing here is that... uh... What happened before? Why before US came in? Yeah, they had asked Taliban to hand over uh, Osama bin Laden to US, uh-huh. but Taliban refused because in history, if you go a little back in history, uh, these Pathans, yeah, Pathans are basically the uh, these Afghans. They were called Pathans. So these people have the thing that there are some guests, uh, they make sure that no one disrespects them, and you know, nothing, no no harm comes to them. So that's why they refused to hand over Osama to US, and the whole shit happens after that okay so another reason why uh we're discussing this topic and we're putting this out is because it's important for people to understand the implications of this whole conflict that it had on the entire uh, subcontinent indian subcontinent because it not only affected afghanistan but it affected its neighboring countries mainly india and that's why i feel as indians we should be more concerned and knowing about this uh, whole issue that's happening over there so now, I'll talk about the connection now between the Afghanistan and India issue. So, as uh, Kudeep and you all also said that, you know, in uh, 89, the whole uh, Soviet thing ended. Post that, exactly in uh, late 80s, 88, 89 time pe, it was when uh, Pakistan used Taliban. They sent these fighters across to POK, uh, from POK to Kashmir to fight the uh, greater jihad that they had, you know. To conquer Pakistan and uh, to conquer Kashmir and make it a part of Pakistan, etc., etc. So that's where the whole uh, thing ends up. Okay, another question, guys. Mm-hmm. Now, like we know that US has left the country, left Afghan, 
and they tried to like instill a proper government and proper mm-hmm. armed forces mm-hmm. like why do you think the konami failed okay so uh, i i was listening to this guy ex indian army soldier uh, okay so he said these 10 points first reason that he said was order to evacuate so as you know that the doha talks that happened uh, since last year in doha qatar according to that uh, the afghan government told the army that they were going to form a coalition government with, along with the taliban okay so the army knew that they uh, they were supposed to evacuate the, their posts uh, to the afghan these taliban people okay that was one second was uh, leave time to organize afghan army knew that uh, the us was going to leave but they didn't know exactly what all was going to come out whereas the taliban on the other hand they had more than one and a half years approximate time if you see to regroup reorganize and tell their soldiers ki this is the plan and you know this is all that you have to do that was number 2 now coming to number 3 lack of support if you see when us was there these guys always had support maybe air support you can say intelligence or whatever but as soon as us left they had no support nothing so they were all on their own so they they weren't used to this number 4 corruption in army everyone knows about this that corruption not just in the army but even in government level there's a lot of corruption so that in a way also demoralizes the soldiers on the ground now number 5 is black market sales this this even i had no clue about the other points i still had knew about but this i didn't know about so black market sales is basically these equipments that we talk about these high tech equipments that were provided by the us to the afghan soldiers some of these afghan soldiers used to uh, sell these equipments in the black black market which in hand from the black market used to go to the taliban so you see the connection over there <coughs> number 6 is desertion so as taliban was taking capturing land by land in the you know outer areas so these people also in the afghan army are basically locals yeah so when they got news that uh, their area was uh, you know taken or captured by taliban so they wanted to know what was happening to their families and you know relatives and all that so they used to desert their posts and go and find out about their uh, the well-being of their family and so on and number 7 was <coughs> low numbers so low numbers as in they say that uh, afghan army strength was xyz you know some people said that they were uh, 350000 uh, totally uh, including uh, the army ones as well as the air force the tnp but on ground when it came to fighting against taliban the numbers were very less there were few hundreds a few thousands back before that's number 7 now number 8 is pakistan support now we know that afghan army and uh, the taliban sorry the taliban was like you know just a rough ter- terrorist organization so they don't know how to fight and you know properly strategize and yeah. you know capture areas mm-hmm. so here pakistan played a role by providing and helping taliban okay. how you have to capture and you know how proper because at the end of the day okay pakistan army is not that good and shit but they know how an army you know how you have to work yeah so they passed on all their stuff to experience uh, losing wars <laughs> yeah but oh, here no. it helped taliban now number 9 is inexperienced soldiers so over these past uh, these 20 years uh, afghan army has faced uh, had had more than 70 to 75000 casualties okay so inexperienced soldiers as in like uh, you know there's this thing of rotation that you do but because the afghan army had more than 70 75000 casualties so all the soldiers on ground were probably new or you know newly recruited so they didn't have much experience behind them plus they didn't know how what all to do like you know in army you have a senior who has experience of maybe 10 20 30 whatever years so he will tell you ki, you know fsa hota hai and all that they didn't have any of that that's that and number 10 is warlords joined taliban so in afghanistan mm-hmm. yeah they have these local tribal groups jahan ke head hote hain they alone have around 500 600 fighters they can easily gather so these warlords told the afghan army that they will fight with them against taliban but when taliban came to the city some of these warlords went they went and switched sides so even the uh, the they switched sides and joined taliban cool yeah so because that what happened okay. is these, these guys got demoralized obviously again plus mm-hmm. some of these guys also went in and hands with taliban because obviously who would want to die Yeah, because if you remember, there was this viral clip that uh, around 15, 20 special forces soldiers of the Taliban army, uh, of the Afghan army, they surrendered to the Taliban, but they were shot dead by Taliban. 
which is actually a war crime but okay multiple prisons across the globe these are very uh, international terrorists world famed terrorists and i think the leader the leader of the government is uh, malawi hibatullah hakunzada oh names coming out that is supreme nice. leader yes yes, yes. This supreme leader oh yes 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 no but here's the thing here's the catch their prime minister or one of their <clears throat> ministers i forgot which one specifically mm-hmm. but he is on the wanted list and shit and he has a bounty of 1 million dollars he is going yeah, to be yeah. sitting on he is going to be sitting on a ministerial post same on it, it's akani it's akani yeah same on us same yes. on nato same on all these organizations useless yes, yes, yes. piece of shit you know what taliban said about that akani is in the us terrorist okay they say it's a violation of the doha pact Dude, this this minister who has a one million bounty is known as uh-huh. Ansinus Vias. We just have a sketch of him. That's it. Ah, uh, okay. Then it's all kind of some other guy. Yeah. Oh, another thing. Another thing. The minister of education, higher education, said schools are not important for education. Oh yeah, yeah. He said uh, you know we don't have any degrees and shit. Yeah. He said about something, yeah. something about PhDs and all. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. You know, you know what the example he gave? The example he gave us: Look at all of us. We've never went to school. Look at where we are now. Yeah, you're fucking there. That's why you are there. See. Yeah. All right. To uh, to continue with the topic, uh, I have one more question to add on to. What what exactly do you assume is going to happen? Uh, so Taliban has a government now. What's going to happen in the future? How are they going to treat people? Uh, people, especially the women. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh. So wait. Here's the thing. So there's going to be a lot of problem for women, in mm-hmm. uh and minorities who are still living. I mean, there are very few oh, now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Barely any, but okay. So wait. I'll tell a few things that happened when the when Taliban was last time ruling. Okay. They had the largest infant mortality rate in the world. Twenty-five percent of the Afghan children died before their fifth birthday. Their economy well, last time was completely destroyed. There was no running water and little electricity. Over a million innocent civilians were killed. Fifty-five percent of all Afghan children under five years suffered from some kind of chronic malnutrition. Women were restricted to their homes. Uh, girls over the age of eight were not allowed to go to school, and twelve-year-old uh, girls were given as slaves uh, to be wed to Taliban fighters. So this is what happened last time. <clears throat> Now coming to minorities. Uh, as you know, main minorities over there are. Uh, The non-Muslim minorities, I'll say first, and even the Muslim minorities are having some issues there. I'll come to that. So, uh, Afghans and Sikhs. Last time when they were in power, uh, what they did was uh, Sikhs specifically, they and Hindus also. They were uh, forced to wear this yellow color thing, uh, badge type. Like you know how the Jews used to do, uh, force. Uh, how the Jews were forced to wear uh, these armbands by the Nazis. Yeah, similar thing was done to Hindus and Sikhs to differentiate them. from uh, muslims uh, over here uh, these uh, six were told that uh, their uh, patkas that they wear was supposed to be yellow in color because even uh, the uh, taliban people they also wear turbans yeah so to in order to differentiate that was done and uh, it was also in a way to say uh, to display that they were inferior to the muslims okay uh, the last uh, the three guru uh, granth sahibs uh, from afghanistan were flown to india and now they are placed in gurdwara in india that was the thing so sikhism sikhi is completely you know now khatam afghanistan mein. the last uh, hindu priest in afghanistan said he was told like you know you also get on, uh, go on board these uh, these flights but he said no i'm going to stay back and you know i'm going to be here and worship my bhagwan uh, for the indians who were against ca I think it's an eye opener for them, and shame on them. I'll say this today. I'll say this tomorrow. I'll say this every single day. 
everyone who uh, who was opposing caa is responsible for the condition of non muslims in afghanistan today so yeah i mean it just showed ki caa was a necessary thing this yes, is why yes. caa was exactly there and for those people in india who are saying that only non muslims will be allowed to enter uh, india as refugees that's completely wrong even muslims are being you know allowed to enter they have the special uh, e uh, i think there's a emergency visa thing that they got out the same non muslims uh, even muslims can come into india and uh, uh then what else over 99% uh, hindu and uh, sikh population has fled afghanistan in the last 30 years and uh, in 1970 uh, hindus were almost around 80000 okay and now they're barely a few double digits probably or probably they're in single digits now because especially after the evacuation that have happened uh regarding six uh, the numbers were around uh, 120000 now it's fallen again somewhat similar towards the hindu number that i gave so yeah uh, that's about the non muslim minorities now coming to the muslim minorities the uh, shias are mistreated not just in afghanistan but across the muslim world but okay in afghanistan specifically uh, especially the whole uh, punjabi resistance they've been completely mistreated and uh, you know all sorts of stuff happens against them and that's the reason why if you see over the past few days iran which is a majority uh, shia state it has uh, mm-hmm. changed its stance over the afghanistan issue after what happened uh, in the panjshir valley especially because it was completely backed by pakistan and uh, regarding women i mean uh, everyone knows how they treat women and all sorts of statements that they have made recently you know they said uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. someone i don't know some weird weird statements Yeah, they and even, you, being, you know, the, no, no, they said they said women will be included in the government. Where are women in the thirty-three ministers? They announced no. Yeah, that plus I think recently I was reading this uh, this video uh, thing uh, where a reporter asks a Taliban guy, you know, why they are supposed to wear burqa? Okay, why women mm-hmm. are supposed to be under burqa? He gave something about he said something about a watermelon. If I'm not wrong, he said, would you prefer a cut a cut watermelon or an unsliced watermelon? Do you get it? Okay, now that like Taliban has taken over the entire country, there has to be some kind of protest going on within the country. There has to be some people that come out on the streets to stand up against them, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. there is something happening uh, in the valley of Panjshir. Okay. So there's this thing called Northern Alliance, uh, which is being led by uh, Ahmed Shah Massoud's uh, son, Ahmed Massoud, and uh, the acting uh, president the caretaker president of afghanistan uh, amrullah saleh these guys are leading that resistance movement in panjshir right now uh, right now as of now they are not this it said that they are not there but those two say that they are there okay some say that they have taken refuge in uh, uzbekistan if i'm not if i'm not wrong but uh, they say they're still there and uh, some reports suggest that even today some people say taliban is claiming victory over there Uh, I think uh, one or two days back there was uh, heavy firing and you know a lot of uh, uh, through Pakistan's uh, support obviously uh, there were uh, they used drones and all sorts of you know heavy uh, attack helicopters and whatever they had Pakistan had they they helped uh, uh, the Taliban you know try to win over Panjshir but here's the thing if you have seen Panjshir yeah if you just go on Google and search Panjshir you see the terrain over there it's not an easy terrain it's a mountainous area. and it's not easy to capture that area it's a fort and it's I, a little fort yeah, it's it's a little fort exactly and i personally believe that uh, panjshir resistance is still not, still not over and many people actually believe this okay uh, maybe it, it has weakened a lot because many of their uh, main leaders have died but uh, i think it's still going on man and i i i feel like if they are giving support by uh, maybe india or us nato whoever supports them just give them little support uh, they just need something you give them some sort of support and they might be able to turn tables yeah, i heard that even women are protesting against taliban in afghanistan is it true yeah, yeah they are protesting in like different parts of afghanistan they were chanting uh, death to pakistan and uh, not just in afghanistan uh, afghan refugees across the world uh, outside you uh, pakistan embassies are chanting uh, death to pakistan for obvious reasons because they know yeah. that uh, what pakistan has done there so yeah uh plus the uh, thing is taliban scared of women as much as they hate to say it but this they bloody hell scared of women that's why they're trying to suppress mm-hmm. these protests uh, however they can i think in certain places they tried to stop the protest like the entire procession but they, they couldn't they just let them 
they let them through they fired and shit yeah they, they fired but then they still couldn't stop people just kept yeah. moving forward how and long so will it kill what will kill the entire population or what <laughs> yeah but there's also another thing there are mm-hmm. like i'm not sure how true this is but there are women who are sub, like protesting in support of taliban oh yeah Oh, thank you for being yeah okay so before this whole uh, taliban before us left yeah there is this uh, pew research center okay they can they conducted many uh, polls across the world and even in india they conducted some polls and you know coming to that later but uh, specifically in about afghanistan they conducted a poll which was uh, about uh, who are in favor or who oppose making sharia the law of land okay 99% people in afghanistan said they were in favor of sharia now you will say 99% is quite high i mean you will say maybe not maybe this is a fake number or something but the same number is 84 in pakistan so clearly this number okay maybe it's not 100% uh, factually correct number but it gives you a rough idea of what the mindset of the local people in afghanistan is so i mean mm-hmm. they getting what they want So yeah I think I think the thing is even in UAE Sharia law is followed but there are many ways of Sharia law okay yeah. so Taliban wants to use the most extreme form of it uh, uh, of it and in other parts of the world it's a more I would say in a, uh, a better form right yeah, so Yeah that's the thing yeah so in when you ask like Saudi, which it, so like when you when maybe when they ask the question I'm sure the, the 95% people might have said but they they would have maybe considered a, you know like uh, like how uae uses that law or how mm-hmm. the new saudi government uses that law maybe that way surely not the one with taliban uses that's that's worst yeah probably most likely that's that's true because i mean if you see in uae and saudi i mean even these guys are progressing now and they're leaving behind their uh, old mindset these people are yeah. progressing in the future they're moving ahead Whereas Taliban has gone back hundred, fourteen hundred years back in time, so yeah. they're going back to the pre-medieval times. Okay, so I I heard you were saying like in the protest they were shouting death to Pakistan and all. So what exactly does a role Pakistan play in Afghanistan? And also when we are talking about Pakistan, I wouldn't leave out China's interest in Pakistan as well, in Afghanistan as well. Yeah. So uh, regarding uh, why they say about Pakistan. so pakistan has been using afghan people you know as cannon fodder to fight uh, their that jihad that they want to do in kashmir so they have killed innocent afghans for their cause and afghans got killed for no reasons of theirs they used afghanistan soil as tra- for training camps and uh, you know for recruitment of uh, these terrorists and various other terrorist organizations operated from afghanistan soil mm-hmm. so that's one reason plus i mean uh, If you see, I think Atharva, we had this uh, off the record discussion. Remember, you said uh, in your place where you're staying right now, uh, there are some Afghans who live there, and you can clearly see the way they treat you and the way they probably talk to a Pakistani in your area. Yes, it's yes, yes. Different, yeah? It's yeah. it's very different. They they talk to me nicely. They don't even talk to the people from Pakistan. Exactly. They kind That's of just because... shrug them and ignore them. Exactly that. Every single Afghan hates Pakistanis because they know what Pakistanis have done to them, and they're uh, coming to China uh, and Pakistan both. They have their interests in uh, in Afghanistan. Uh, recently, I think a few days back, before just before the government was announced by the Taliban, uh, ISI's chief, uh, ISI का जो chief है, he had gone to Afghanistan, and he his okay. like photo had gone viral and shit. Funny thing here is he's a secret agency head. and his photo has gone viral on social media where it should have been you know top secret and shit so this is how you know what all shit they do i mean uh, pakistan is being desperate in this issue man they have got nothing to do here they have more problems they have more uh, things coming their way i mean if you see uh, it doesn't come out that much in the media but uh, the number of attacks that are happening uh, in pakistan now right now if you see in the last one or two months has increased even in this week alone there have been so many attacks but they're suppressing it you have so many independence movements going on in sindh you have one in balochistan you have one in pok side gilgit baltistan you have one i mean they're just falling apart into pieces their economy is already going down it's already down what going down then uh, uh, this thing the whole pashtun identity thing uh, they don't mm-hmm. uh, taliban does not recognize the dural line 
with the the border between Afghanistan and Pakistan. So that's also going to be an issue for them. So about Pakistan, they're doomed. They're gone. Now regarding China, uh, so here's the thing. Uh, Afghanistan's called a graveyard of empires for a reason. Whoever has stepped in there has, you know, USSR stepped in. I mean, that's not a reason why USSR broke down, but you, you're getting the point. Now, but US has stepped in there. Was... Yeah, exactly. Now, US stepped in there, and now everyone knows the US is not reliable. Now, the whole world realizes that you cannot depend and rely on US. Probably a uh, few years down the line, uh, US is not going to be a superpower anymore. I see mm-hmm. it happening that way. Uh, I, I would so, like to say, I would say America was a hyperpower alone. Now they have dropped to superpower and they share it with China. So there will be two superpowers like how it was during the Cold War. So yeah, we have a second superpower, China, right now. I think China will overtake the US soon. Soon, yeah. soon, soon. Yeah. Anyway, that's another issue for some other day. Plus, the thing is, China has to operate in Afghanistan through Pakistan because they have no connection with Afghanistan. Connection not as in land, but, you know, they don't understand that culture and the language and stuff. Yeah. So they will have to go through Pakistan. So Pakistan is going to be used again. Probably in the next two, three decades, you'll see Pakistan no longer as a country on the world map. Three or four separate pieces. Maybe we'll take uh, one or two pieces back. And uh, okay. the rest independent two two days okay in human history have changed the entire uh, way how we think and how we do stuff okay one was pearl harbor okay and the second was yeah. uh, 9-11 i have one more question and, uh, regarding the u.s thing i think it will be related as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um i think first of all i think it's an irony that the first the first i mean first u.s created the taliban group created but but, but i'll tell you what uh it was Technically, to end the Cold War, so would you rather yeah. have Cold War two countries armed with nuclear nukes ready to mm-hmm. fire at each other? The two powerful countries when it comes yeah, to exactly. Nukes. Now, there's something mm-hmm. we don't understand that's the Cold War, okay? Yeah. Like, Cold War was mad, okay? You have no idea. Yeah. So, yeah. like, first of all, I think it was an irony that the that first US created the Taliban group and gave them weapons, like through Pakistan, and they funded mm-hmm. them, and mm-hmm. then US trained the Af- Afghan army to counter the Taliban. Like, yeah. what was the yeah. sense behind it? The, the real, the US didn't create Taliban. It was an existing group which they funded to fight mm-hmm. Soviets. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And when when all this was over, they realized the monster they created. Oh, the 9-11. But if 9-11 never happened, USA would have never invaded they, Afghanistan and Taliban would be still ruling. Like, they wouldn't they, have gone for the 20 years anymore. Between. Uh, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. I mean, it's funny. Yeah, look at it. Yeah. US came in Afghanistan and removed Taliban. They they're mm-hmm. leaving now, or they left now almost. Oh, Thirty first, they're leaving, and again Taliban yeah. is back. So like, what yeah. did they do in these twenty years? Mm-hmm. So like, this twenty year period of their presence in Afghanistan, they tried building a government, a, a force, like an army force. Everything they tried building it. Government is also corrupt. Mm-hmm. Right? There are so many. Uh, the government was very corrupt. Yeah, yeah. the go- government think... is corrupt. Army was corrupt. Everywhere, the corruption is there everywhere. Like, you know, US said they were leaving okay. in the starting of this year. Yeah, starting of the decade. Sorry. Yeah, April. Last decade. Yeah, last decade itself, they had said Obama had said that you know we'll start moving See? out. Now Obama every about... every time Obama was saying we're no, going no. to leave, we are going to leave. That was yeah. BS. And then Trump and then Trump eventually you know. For yeah, the, he's like the, April. Yeah, April we're moving. And you know, then the when is, corruption in these countries are very high because the government every yeah. time falls, you know. So everyone is yeah. trying to get the bag and just trying to keep mm-hmm. their family happy. Like I mean, this US spent in the last ten years, they spent nearly eighty-eight point three billion dollars on Afghan army. Yeah, they there created taxpayers money. Taxpayers money, and then uh, Afghanistan. They created even the special forces, which was around seven to ten thousand people. They trained them. They gave mm-hmm. them the best equipment of the world, like whatever was available. But mm. then at the end, what was the result? The US tried building a force that was capable of fighting, but they failed badly, very badly. <laughs> and then when they decided, which was Trump's plan in the beginning, but Obama mentioned it way back, and then Trump said, I'm going to do it now. But then he got impatient, got out. Okay, fine. Biden came, he stuck to the room, he stuck to the word they gave, and he withdrew. How did he withdraw? Overnight, overnight, without warning. They said, we're going to withdraw, and the next day they were back. 
the no, no, withdrew no, no, soldiers no. So from the, the thing is, no 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 that's, that's not exactly what happened from last year itself i mean 2020 yeah last year itself uh, yeah, in was, doha in doha the talks were going on on how we are going to with, uh, yeah. uh, come out of here i mean come out of afghanistan uh, without any bloodshed and all that so everything was going perfect okay uh, trump is like in april will be out the thing is even the afghan government was confident that if there's the taliban comes with an offensive will fight okay yeah. that didn't happen at all and uh, even biden all of a sudden he just removes all his army and the civilians yeah. are still there his embassy is still functioning there and the, the military is out none of his airplanes are there like his bombers are not there yes. to give uh, close air support nothing yeah yeah essentially what... he just abandoned everyone that was there yeah I, i remember i remember that time i remember that time i think i, I saw some afghan commander top commander one of the top commanders gave an interview to the public uh, he said that mm-hmm. uh, us so like us was supposed to leave i don't know some uh, maybe on 2 3 days later but in the next day itself like they left you know early in the morning yeah without even mm-hmm. informing the afghan soldiers ki, yeah. you know we are leaving they didn't hand over mm-hmm. properly and that whole base the next day was taken over by civilians and these taliban people and all all these people and they yeah. looted everything that was there now i'm not yeah, 100% sure about one of the information i'm going to give now but uh, i i heard this uh, from someone in afghanistan they said that uh, the helicopter okay now here's the thing if a helicopter flies for 1 hour there's maintenance for that okay it could be 2 hours you understand what i'm saying yeah. Yeah, you can't yeah, just absolutely. fly helicopters all day long yeah, yeah, yeah. so the technicians were gone the next day okay mm-hmm. now how are you going to fly the helicopter so basically afghanistan's air support was also down you know i That's read this how... thing about i read i read this thing i i don't know i was listening to some indian army ex-retired general or someone he said uh, this time you know taliban the you know taliban learned a lot of things this year yeah i mean they've yeah, been yeah, yeah. living outside so yeah. you know they know how the yeah. outside world is now they're not the old taliban yeah so what they did this time was they killed all these so uh, pilots and these technicians and all these people kyunki agar chalane wala hi nahi hai to chalayega kaun usko yeah yeah, yeah. This is something like you know these small small things, and in fact, even if you just see their uh, media strategy this time, yeah, there's so many mm. media channels which are actually defending the Taliban. Yes, yeah. Which is actually, so, which is, I mean, not just okay outside wale, but okay, India may be sitting there. Both sides are doing this. Oh, I saw defending. the print say that India backed the wrong side or something. I mean, so many people. Uh, you see this uh, Rana, you Wafa Khan, Sherwani, and all these people again, same thing. Taliban is killing people there. They are blaming the Indian right wing over here. So uh, that's true. That's true. I don't get it. So what? What is wrong with so these people? What? There seems to be no connection between. There seems to be not much connection between, and they still try to blame other people for their own ideas. I you know, there were these old tweets. There were these old tweets of these people which came out. Uh, Rana, you, Ben Arfa Khan. Mm-hmm. These people apparently, according to them, there's something called good Taliban and bad Taliban. This what? is how stupid yeah, these people are. Rana, you've been one of her old tweets. Even said Taliban has become very nice or something. You know, towards women or something. If it's only if you go in there, no. Try living there. Try living what, there. That's what. That's what. That's what. If it's only you go there. Exactly. These people won't See, go there. I've, I've always had this question. I've known this word called ideologue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Basically means idiot. But I was like, we already have multiple words to mean idiot. Why do you need ideologue? I've realized. why it was created after i got to know about the leftist side of the politics i mean i don't get this people are instead of blaming the taliban and instead of talking about taliban people are blaming every oh, bro, see, you, every you, other you, thing you, except that you know uh, one of the indian photographer slash journalist uh, was uh, executed in rani uh, siddiqui uh, yeah right uh, so people in india were saying taliban didn't kill him the bullet killed him i i i totally don't know how to take this okay i totally yeah. don't know how to take this this is like saying that this is like saying the bullet that, has a no this is, this is like saying that 9 uh, 911 was not done by uh, people flying the plane it was done by the plane uh, it just flew inside <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, i don't know how are people let's, even watching let's, them let's name the person mr ravish kumar more like the ravish kumar but uh, the great yeah. the great uh nd tv people like to add r before the n oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i just got it <laughs> yeah i mean there's so many after effects of this uh, us withdrawal right like now there's this whole uh, refugee crisis that's going to happen and it's going to affect yeah. the whole globe right all countries are going to be affected yeah. and i think one major issue here is uh, that 
uh, if you guys uh, were in loop of the whole thing that was happening over there when mm-hmm. uh, uh, these taliban people took over uh, afghanistan right they released all these uh, terrorists from the jails yeah, all the prisoners fled, yeah. all of them fled uh, including from i think from kerala there were like 14 people from, uh, who had joined uh, isif so those people were also included uh, and if you guys remember i think few months back before taliban had taken over and all that stuff and things were fine uh mm-hmm. you know uh, indian many indians were requesting uh, those uh, because in this 14 people i think few of them were women so they were saying that you know we should uh, let these women come back to india now you know mm-hmm. they are bhatka wala log and all that so i mean it's a pretty mm-hmm. dangerous situation that way i mean uh, many countries i think including us have kept uh, us uh, then i think qatar and many other countries have kept uh, you know they're taking refugees right now so they've kept yeah. uh, uh, close eye on many of them because uh, many of them are suspected to have uh, terrorist links with either isis or some other terrorist group so i mean things are very concerning that way exactly but but i'm but i'm sure uh, when they when they come obviously the ones who will be cleared will be kept but mostly they'll send them back yeah for now they're allowing maybe i'm not sure yeah i mean so now taliban has access to over 85 billion dollars worth of american military equipment which is insane which includes yeah, yeah. 75000 vehicles more than 200 helicopters and airplanes mm-hmm. as well as more than 600000 small arms and light weapons Okay. Yeah, the guess, data of the, the people who you know what you know what's uh, kind of I know whether it's funny or sad. Taliban has access to more Black Hawk helicopters than eighty five percent of the countries in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's they, not supposed and, to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And they don't just have weapons. They have like mad vision goggles, body armor, medical yeah. supplies, and they have biometric devices. And these biometric devices have fingerprints, eye scan, and like. Every information about Afghanistan, oh. Afghans, the local Afghans who helped these NATO forces, yeah. US forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every US ally that was there. Now. Every no, no, no. Only no, no. the Afghans who helped. They don't have of Americans or the people who. No, no, no. Yeah, that's what. Like every uh, Afghan no, no, no. ally, US. Yeah, mm-hmm. Afghan ally as well as yesterday. I think I was reading this news article which said. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, US yeah. recently gave away information of all the US uh, citizens who are in Afghanistan to the Taliban because the evacuation yeah. killer. Yeah, the Biden, yeah. Biden, Biden gave it away. Yeah, yeah, but that's just names. That's not biometric and all. Uh, but yeah, the people, the the Afghans, yeah, they are in deep trouble now because. So yeah. US not only left the Afghans to fend for themselves and leave, mm-hmm. they gave Taliban enough infrastructure to rule over them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. What a genius move! Yeah. I mean, it's funny how people thought that you know Biden was going to change the world, and so many people supported him. Exactly. You know, the thing is, including you know, you know, the thing is, people see one infographic post, okay, and they change their entire mentality towards a situation or towards a person. Mm-hmm. You know, they they have no research work, they have no idea about the past. Okay, I mean, I'm not going to lie, yeah. I don't like Biden so much. Biden is a warlord, okay. he he was one of the person who signed for the invasion in uh, iraq okay for an indian pronunciation iraq uh, uh he he you know in the 8 years when he was vice president okay he he kept on sending troops to afghanistan okay more than 1000 were killed okay during that time and that time he didn't think about uh, bringing them back okay right now when you're supposed to bring back civilians first Okay, he decides to bring back the army first and the yeah. air force. I mean, uh, did you guys see that Trump statement where he said, you know, if I was there, and he that thing is actually logical. First, you remove yeah. the civilians and equipment. Yeah, mm-hmm. you remove all uh, everything else, and your Then soldiers the help you. are yeah, exactly, allies and all that. And your mm-hmm. army is the la- your four soldiers are the last ones to leave the country. That's how you leave. Okay. In fact, I think uh, recently I was listening to this. Uh, uh, Interview of one uh, Indian Army general. I think Kuldeep, you know, might know his name. Lieutenant uh, General Sayed Atna Hussain, yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. So he was saying uh, that uh, you know, army me uh, operations is not the you know like conducting an operation is not the most difficult task. The difficult, yes. most difficult task, and you know, by which you can judge a uh, leader or whatever, is by how he executes when you withdraw from that place. Yeah, exactly. Because you have, you, have you have to bring back everyone home. You have to bring everyone back home. You have to bring everyone back home safely. Yeah, I'll make this one statement. Yeah. I think Biden was the Trump. Yeah, it's so, true. It's true. I, no, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I can't wait, imagine. Wait, wait. I can't imagine how the clown news network, okay, or CNN, and the social media activists would have reacted if Trump was the president now. 
Okay. It would be everywhere. <laughs> and that's not it. They impeached Trump over a phone call. Okay. Mm-hmm. And for, uh, you know, that peaceful protest which happened in the Capitol. Yeah, they impeached him for that. I call it the peaceful protest. Everyone <laughs> calls it the riot, but I call it the peaceful protest. <laughs> I don't care. You're being sarcastic or like, are you serious? So no, this, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> There's no way you can call a BLM protest a peaceful protest and call this a riot. Okay. So anyway, they impeached Trump for all this. Okay. But mm. Biden put the lives of 38 million people. Okay. That includes yeah. Afghan nationals, allies, everyone. That includes Pretty Indian fair. diplomats, Indian yeah. civilians, Indian Air Force pilots also. Mm. But till now, he yeah. has not been impeached. Yeah. Is this fair? I mean, okay, wait, wait. I have something controversial to say maybe. And I think we have discussed about this off the record. Wokeness is the new cancer, and this is eating the world for anything. Hold oh, on, yeah, even Trump said this, this is one of his this, speeches. This, this plus, I think this whole social media narrative, and you know how the media is controlling the narrative. This is really dangerous, and people actually, I don't know whether people understand this or not, but it's actually quite clear. At least I can see this quite clearly. Like you see, Joe US and you see what's happening in India. Let me give a small yeah. example. Kuldeep, we just talked about uh, you know the Trump and. Uh, Biden thing, you know, if Biden. Trump would have been here, what the media would have done. Yeah, in yeah, India, yeah. right now, we are rep- reporting around 45,000 cases daily. Mm. More than 60, yeah. f- around, uh, more than 50%, around 60% ke aspas cases are coming from Kerala. Yeah, if yeah. you remember, before second wave, everyone was talking about Kerala model. And when yes, UP yes. had so many cases, everyone was blaming Yogi Adityanath and all yeah, that. Yeah, everyone, is waiting, now, everyone is waiting, everyone is waiting. Everyone is quiet about what's happening in Kerala. Everyone is waiting everyone. for UP's case to go up. Bihar's case to go up and then they'll start reporting that UP and Bihar are the problem. No media is also covering. You see how media is biasly covering all these things. COVID-19 exactly. in India. Not just COVID-19 in India. If you see, abhi US mein COVID ka kya haal chal hai. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Terrible. Oh, thank you for bringing yeah. that topic. Thank you yeah, for bringing this it's topic. It's terrible, okay? If you see BBC and CNN ke photos that they uploaded during the, uh, COVID-19 in India, they had put out photos of, uh, you know, people who are holding dead bodies of their relatives on their arms. Shamelessly, they put out those photos. But for Florida and all these cases, they've put out very nice photos of, you know, the hospitals where there's a COVID test conductor. Oh, it's so Biden in the debate, Biden, in, we are going off topic, but I just want to say this. Yeah. Yeah, Biden yeah, in I debate, he told, Biden in debate, he told, I have a master plan to end COVID. Have you seen the second second wave of American COVID cases? <laughs> it's almost equal to uh, when it was Trump. <laughs> this is his master plan. Now, as things are evolving, now I want to come to the point where China is there. China mm-hmm. is coming as an emerging power, you know? Yeah. So now, yep. now I... US, he has realized that, you know, yeah. India is yeah. becoming more and more important than Pakistan because India is the only power that can offset China. That's the thing about US. They support whoever can, you know, help them in their motive. Yeah. Yeah. In yes. their larger motive. Uh, I have a question, like, you know, I about the Taliban as well, like, so Basically, mm-hmm. I've heard about, you know, ge- geopolitics, right? So, yeah. okay, so what are, like, basically people are saying that uh, Taliban regime regime right now in Afghanistan mm-hmm. will be really good for the Chinese. Mm-hmm. It'll be good for the Chinese, right? Or, like... Yeah, uh, I mean, see, the thing is, for China, it's good as well as bad. Good as in, they have, uh, you know, it's said that in uh, Afghanistan, you have $1 trillion worth of uh, minerals or something that can be extracted. Yeah. Although I was listening to an interview of their uh, of Afghanistan's uh, former uh, minister of you know mining and coal, ka jo hai, she said ki hai, she said that yes, they have one trillion dollars aspas ka worth minerals and stuff. But then she said ki there's so many issues related to it. Like when you um, she was talking about like before times ki jab US tha pe, they tried extracting, but the thing is that they were not able to get proper profit out of it. Because it's not just about extracting; you have to even uh, then process it and then you have to send it outside. You need a lot of human the resources. Of the... you need, yeah, exactly. You need you need to you need to invest a lot of lot of money into it. And probably yeah. that's one of the reasons why China will enter in that region in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And probably that's why they're recognizing them. The other thing, the problem where it starts for Afghanistan uh, for China is uh Xinjiang region, right? We all know what they're doing with the oh, yeah, yeah. Muslims over there. So for them, the America funds is... them a little. If America funds Taliban again a little, that would be a big problem for China, because the border of Afghanistan is straight into China. If you see the one corridor, yeah, is there. exactly. There, there, there's a very narrow path which leads to Xinjiang region. And the thing is, there's this terrorist group called uh, PTI, and that's East Turkmenistan Islamic Movement. It's not very strong mm-hmm. at the moment, 
but these people are also you know yeah Xinjiang region may they are you know helping in this armed rebellion and all that stuff and there are so many other small small mm-hmm. groups so what china is doing is they telling afghanistan uh, sorry they telling taliban ki tum log in logo ko uh, you don't give them training grounds you know like in afghanistan don't let them train and don't give them way to enter Xinjiang because if they enter then it will become a problem for china so they don't want that to happen then another positive thing from uh, afghanistan the china can get is their uh, belt and road initiative i think you all know about it right they have yeah. this bigger goal where yeah. they want to connect through one road they want to be connected towards the whole globe so that will help them in both ways uh, in economy may basically it will help them so that's one thing about china and let's see what pa- in pakistani people think that they're you know actually benefiting from taliban coming mm. into power but i don't i don't agree with that and many people don't agree with that why why like this that first is- of all the durand durand line thing that i told you that pashtun kajuman oh, yeah, that mm-hmm. pashtun uh, yeah they taliban never recognized the durand line so it will become a problem for them there was a very fam- uh, uh, viral video that went viral few days back i think few weeks back uh, when taliban had just you know captured places along the that border jahan pe hai uh, taliban people were telling the afghanistan uh, pakistan army soldiers over there ki abhi tum log ki bhi bahar aane wali aane wali hai zyada mat aso can you translate it please like you know your turn is also going to come soon don't laugh too much basically you guys are next we are coming for you they are talking about pakistan sorry i forgot no, i have something called tareek e taliban pakistan ttp yes. it's I also like it's all yeah it's it's also so that's also one headache for pakistan these people don't realize it. Mm-hmm. india okay. also has like 3 billion dollars of investment in afghanistan yeah which is oh, pretty yeah. much uh, a, yeah i mean that's what I read. i read about this thing that calling it an investment will be slightly a wrong word because investment yeah, means yeah, you are yeah. you are hmm? yeah. yeah because see investment means yeah. you are getting back profit or something yeah. what india did here was it was like a goodwill thing like you know we didn't want we did it for the local afghan people and that's why So if you see yeah. Afghan Afghan people actually love Indians because they know that we have worked on the ground to come. We build them, we build dams, we build roads, hospitals, schools, exactly. we build in, in, infrastructure. Infrastructure. Their parliament was built by us. Yeah. Killed uh, one famous singer or someone because apparently music is not allowed in Sharia. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They killed a really famous singer. So yeah, things are bad yeah. there. Uh, I have one more question. Like, I'm not so sure about this, but like. I think last week or no last day couple of days before I'm not sure but in a, in somewhere somewhere on last week or something there was a bomb blast that happened in uh, Afghanistan yeah so like multiple bombs uh, oh, if I'm not wrong like cause yeah. I was I'm confused like because at some point it was written it was done by the ISIS I don't know why okay wait I want to take this ISIS I want to take this I want to take this I want to take this okay so as of now apparently around 170 people are dead. 13 marines yeah. killed us marines and if you see 13. the age of these 30 yeah 13 in in these 13 most of them were around you know the 20 23 24 yeah, age yeah. very young people so that is really unfortunate now talking about this thing attack it was carried out by is isk this isk in this, yeah. yeah it stands for khurasan okay khurasan is basically that uh, if you see the isis ka jo inka hai map khurasan is that in the subcontinent where they want to make that whole thing into an islamic uh, what caliphate or whatever they call it mm-hmm. now yeah. if you see usk jo ye officials hai in their uh, in the press conferences yeah so recently mm-hmm. they made the statement that uh, what they said they said uh, the is no i think taliban and haqqani i think they said taliban and haqqani networks are two different things. isk isk yeah they said uh, no uh, yeah i think isk yeah isk yeah. isisk and the haqqani yeah. network are two different entities this completely sums up the whole problem because this shows they don't know that these two are the same thing yeah like that's what right. is wrong with these people i mean even uh, see, many you... journal many journalists yeah when this whole bomb blast happened they said it is done by isis and they didn't know what isis k was also yeah exactly and, and i think people... in those network it's an isil which is the same thing as isis Mm-hmm. And uh, also, you know, in that bomb blast, even Taliban people were also killed. Yeah. And Taliban condemned, saying that this is a terror attack. And, uh, no, like because apparently, because apparently Taliban is protecting the airport also. <laughs> no, like that. And then thing is, IS ISK is actually against Taliban. Apparently, I'm not sure. At the end, they're, they're actually, actually yeah, the, the people who did the who uh, 
which terrorists did uh, taliban remove free from the jail isis the isis wale log the at the end all of them are same but yeah what what makes them different is no, they like, all be fighting for power they are fighting for power over there like you mentioned like they removed people from jail what was that taliban removed these people from jail yeah at the end now the afghanistan is going to become like this whole civil war area where all these terrorists people it, are going to go and you because... know fight for power in fact I, even with inside inside taliban yeah taliban yeah, was made of two three like different like regional taliban. groups which have come together so now they fighting for power over there okay so uh, coming to an end i have just a final question uh, okay so what is the future of afghanistan what is the future of the afghani people what is the future of taliban now what do you think Uh, I mean, right now everyone is just waiting and watching and seeing ki how things are going to unfold over there. So right now it's you know uh, it's not possible to say exactly what's going to happen, but the way mm-hmm. things are going, probably Taliban will be given, uh, you know, will be recognized by more countries this time. Last time it was just five countries, including UAE, which had recognized them. Yeah. This time it will be more countries. I think which will eventually recognize them, unless the Northern Alliance, which is very unlikely, overthrows the Taliban. and comes back into power mm. so that's about that regarding afghan citizens uh, i think the ones who are not able to get out they're going to have a miserable life ahead that's really unfortunate and sad uh, mm-hmm. that's about that and uh, regarding uh, refugees i mean it's going to be a refugee crisis now all across the globe yeah. I and mean, many poor countries are being forced to take in like let's say including india and pakistan we are not in a position where we can have more refugees come in and stay in our places We have our own people. We are not able to feed our own people. How can we feed people coming from outside? Yeah. Even many yeah, other there's countries. More, there's one more thing. Like mm-hmm. a lot of European countries have, they just can't take refugees, especially Greece. They've already taken a lot of refugees from Syria, and they can't support anymore. So now mm-hmm. what they're doing is, a lot of African countries are opening up. They said, bring the refugees to our country. But the thing is, African countries, they themselves are in a very bad state. Many. Mm-hmm. countries taking a refugee will it's better than staying in afghanistan but it's not going to be much much better yeah i mean another thing that might come happen soon is that uh, seeing what afghanistan in afghanistan the taliban was able to defeat a, you know a big force like us and nato and all this i think mm. many terrorist groups across the globe will be motivated you know they will also be able to win their global jihad and whatever nonsense that they have against whichever country they're fighting in so that might yeah. motivate these terrorist groups and even the refugees that are coming in i think uh, many terrorists might disguise themselves as refugees and intrude into countries and then maybe you might see some attacks and stuff happening soon in the coming years yeah. or months at the end uh, i think i would just say that uh, prayers out to all the brave women and uh, children out there in afghanistan and uh, we just hope all for hope that uh, things in afghanistan uh get better soon as soon as possible so that's it for today's episode if you liked this episode then make sure to follow our podcast it's available on spotify apple podcast and google podcast to stay updated and know more about us follow our instagram page at @theentropicsamvad